Regarding the Envoys from Galeria, an excerpt from the notes of etc., etc. The War Admiral is an astoundingly imposing man. I am, in all honesty, too afraid to attempt to speak to him in person, and thus am reduced to relating the gossip and second-hand information about him that I have been able to gather through my conversations with other party-goers. According to legend, Dauntless LaRue is immune to all poisons, natural and artificial. He maintains a rigorous resistance-boosting regimen that involves ingesting and injecting various doses of poison so that his body learns to reject them automatically. I suppose those are the sort of threats you need to be prepared for as the head of Galeria's legendary naval forces. Alternately, another party guest theorizes that he simply flexes the poison out, which is not to be discounted outright. War Admiral LaRue is also accompanied to the gala by a pair of officer attendants. Strangely, their rank insignias are either absent or nonsensical. From what I've been able to gather, the pair are known as Lantern's Light and Kingly Unbecoming, and those familiar with Galerian organized crime tell me that the cloud tattoo on the back of Unbecoming's hand refers to a criminal syndicate within the Land of Bounty. Kingly Unbecoming's face and neck are likewise covered in tattoos, which I can only imagine briefly cover the rest of his body. The artistry on the work varies wildly from piece to piece, which implies that his <clears throat> body of work has been an incremental and almost haphazard process. Some of the markings are beautiful, masterfully done, while others seem to be the sort of ink one might pick up in prison or amongst bandits. However, despite his appearance and even his name, I cannot deny something regal in his bearing as much as Mr. Unbecoming might try to hide it. Lantern's Light is also an enigma. He bears no rank and no additional signs of allegiance, but we keep making eye contact as I survey the other guests and he keeps smirking. I don't understand it even a bit. He's clever, too. I don't think I saw him eat anything that he didn't steal from somebody else's plate. What a strange fellow. Well, as strange and interesting as all this is, I must confess I have something much stranger waiting for me as soon as this supper is over. I think it might be what my lord sent me here to find. Oh, I just can't wait. Etc. Etc. The librarian of the Obsidian Athenium. Mm-hmm. She she draws her finger across the top of the the cover of the book, uh, like as if she was reading word by word, and she says, "This book is called Holy P- uh, uh, No it, the f- <laughs> Holy Cannoli." <laughs> Holy Cannoli. This book is this book is called The Fall of Holy Penumbra. The moon shore, the city in the shade, the testament to God's love, or how the titans chained Chella. Could, mm, could you re- repeat repeat that for me? I don't think I heard. I don't think I heard it right. Okay, she kind of nods very, very <laughs> um, like seriously, and she says, "The fall of holy penumbra." The moon shore, the city in the shade, the testament to God's love, or how the titans chained Achella. Uh, mm. What? The fall of holy penumbra. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? No, I... Did you read it? What does that mean? Did they... Like... Metaf- like metaphorically, like how you, like how you, I, a chain is like a hug, and you hug a friend who's really close. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've I I just started reading the book. I, this is all I've been able to. It's taken me two hours. This is all I've been able to translate. Oh, okay. 
okay, um, can you read it out loud in the language even if you don't know what it says? I can try. Because because um, radiant here can has a can understand any language spoken to him. Oh wow, that's that's really impressive. You yes. must be like a linguist or something. He's a paladin. I'm a paladin. Just a, it's different. Oh, that's also impressive. Um, let me tr- let me try. And, and she and she kind of like cracks open the book, and um, it's like. It's like a it's a weird book. Like you look at it, and like the 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 letters kind of hurt your eyes a little bit. Mm. And she clears her mouth. She clears her throat and inhales, and then the door to this this reading nook opens. Ah. <laughs> and uh, lantern's light walks in. Lantern's sure. light. Um, for for uh to remind y'all. Yes, he's please. Is a, a black. Black Cat Koshaki, he is part of Dauntless LaRue's retinue, um, and he right now is not wearing his formal, his like his like dress uniform. He's wearing like pajamas mm-hmm. uh, with like a big like robe, like a big like silk robe over them with it, that he's got his hands in, and he says, uh, "Oh, sorry, am I interrupting the reading hour?" Yes. It's Bible study. Oh, fantastic. And he goes and he sits in a corner. It, who, who gave me the note about Fletcher? I can't remember. Uh, he, do you remember that, that, that uh, at least him like patted you on the back and then you found it in your pocket? Mm. Uh, huh. Okay. Can, can I discern realities to see if he's spying on us? After, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Please discern realities. Yes. Character sheet. Character sheet. Uh, Rating has taken the book from etc. etc. and is like trying to read it himself. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> she goes, no. <laughs> I rolled a 12. Uh, and that's 12. A twelve is a very good roll. Yes, the best. yeah. That's, uh, give us a give us. You got some questions. I do. Give me a second while I pull the question list up because I can never remember them off the top of my head. You think I would? I have played Dungeon World a million times. Uh, that would be what happened here recently. What mm. is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? And what here is not what it appears to be? Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, what should I be on the lookout for? Uh, hmm. Hmm. You hear, you hear like scurrying feet running away from the, from the door. Oh. Like there might have been somebody else listening that, that Lantern's Light scared off. Then, then, oh, okay. I turned to Lantern's Light and said, was, was there somebody outside the door? Yeah, some, uh, Servant, maid, scullery man, or something. Y'all should be careful. The ears, the walls have ears here. Ears have walls. Ears have walls too. Um, Hey, what's that thing you got there? It's a Bible. It it is. It's none of your business. It's a book. A book. Uh, hmm. what here is not what it appears to be. Um, the book is definitely not a book. Uh, it's something huh. else. Okay, that's good to know. Um, if only uh, you I, had somebody who was well-versed in looking at things that are confusing and complicated and figuring out what they did. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's- I, don't, I don't know that this is like a mechanical thing that you can puzzle <laughs> out. Um, what else is not here? What here? Um, Lantern's Light is not a soldier. He does not actually work for Galeria. Yeah, that's that seems fairly obvious at this point. <laughs> what gives him away? <laughs> Is it the robe? It might be the robe. Um, <laughs> uh, like uh, just his whole demeanor, plus the fact that his like jacket today has no rank on it. Ugh. Should I do? Ooh, what is about to happen? Or who is in control here? Does anybody have any 
opinions because I do not know. You don't think I'm in control here of the situation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's with the the answer is just radiant. <laughs> it's wild. The answer is always radiant. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. What is about to happen? I'm on the edge from this from this cat. Uh-huh. Um, you actually see that he's like kind of looking at etc. Um, like he like he's interested in what's what you're going here for, but he came here for her. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Um, hmm. So it turns around to say, maybe, um, maybe this would be better in in our room. I don't think it would be terrible for the others to hear it, but in public like this, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. And then she like, like, widens her eyes at him. It's like, it would be better in our room, <laughs> right? <laughs> to read this in. What is she? What is she trying to do? Get him to leave. <laughs> to take to take her and the book to take the library girl and and like be like, exnate on the cat. They get <laughs> at K. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we're not actually okay. Let's go. Yes, let's one, go. One second. I'm just gonna tell this. I'm just gonna tell him not to follow us. <laughs> you tell him what? I'm just gonna tell him not to follow us. <laughs> Very quietly, I say. I say this, <laughs> so he can't hear. <laughs> oh, you t- so you say to radiant very quietly yeah. so that Landon's like can't hear. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, wait, you're telling me? Yeah, that take, he take him. Okay. Take her and go away from this cat man that I have to yell at. Oh, okay. I will take, yeah, I'll, I take yes. Etc. with me. Here we go. All right. So you, you start to walk out with Etc. Um, Lantern's light kind of grabs her, her, like the, like the, um, I will fight mm-hmm. this cat for this bugbear. Like Hell the yeah. wrist of her of her coat of her robes, like he doesn't grab her by the wrist, but he kind of like tugs tugs on her robes before she leaves, and he says, "Hey," and she says, "Ah, yes, yes," and he reaches into his robe, his silk robe, and he pulls out a sheaf of papers, mm-hmm. uh, and he says, um, "Dauntless and Kingly already got their invitation. It cost me a pretty penny to convince Kingly to write down what he sees, but you owe me for this." And he hands her the sheet of the sheaf of papers, and she takes it, and she says, "Yes, yes. Um, you can. Uh, I'll send. I'll send it to you. I don't have any money. I'll send it to mm-hmm. you." And he he nods, and, and then she kind of like stuffs that paper into the big leather bound book that she's been carrying, uh, not your book, yes. but the one that she's been writing in this whole time. Mm-hmm. And she and she kind of nods, and he grins. And then she follows Radiant out. What was that? What was that about? Um. Well, so uh, uh, you know how uh, you might not know. Uh, do you know about the Obsidian Athenium? We are trying to catalog all knowledge in the whole world. Yeah, I've heard well, of it. You know, you know, we can't be there for all of it. So sometimes we get people to to give us some of it. Why? Then why is he, like, really weird about it? He's... Yeah, you know Mockingbirds. You might not know Mockingbirds. Have you heard of the Mockingbirds? It's really good that Adeline's not in this room. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not supposed to say anything if you don't know about them. I know. I super know about them. I'm allowed to lie this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says, oh, okay. In that case, they're spies. Oh, they, they go, should they I have go done around. a roll to convince her about the Mockingbirds? <laughs> maybe, maybe on anybody else, but etc. etc. is not a uh, super canny bear. Okay, they're spies for for what? For who? Um, kind of for kind of for anybody. Um, kind of for the Athenian. They're they're mocking. They're, so they're mockingbirds. So they're not ravens like our real, like our lord's actual eyes and ears. But they're kind of like the next <laughs> best thing. Um, 
you know, they go around, they know, they, they see if there's like problems in the world. And, and if there's problems, then they, they position people to solve the problems. Um, and they and also write things down and give them to us. And that guy was one of them? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I can only imagine because he knew to give me these and she like kind of wiggles the book in front of your eyes. What are those? What are, what are those? <laughs> um, well, uh, pull, she pulls out a sheaf and, and she, um, it looks like it's just additional information about some of the people here. Okay. Uh, so we can have a, a, a more full understanding of the events as they occur. Okay. Let's put, let's put a pin in that. For now. Okay. Why don't you accompany me to somewhere that's even less people ha- in it? That has even oh. less people in it. Okay. And you go to a room where four other people are. No, oh. not that room. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> like an actual secluded room, because I want to know what's up before anyone else. Because Radiant doesn't trust anyone right now. They killed his god. Also, oh. uh, Zara and Ford are both gone. Right? Because oh. Zara and Ford both had things they wanted to do and probably left to go do those things. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, Ford, well, I remember, I remember Zara's. Talk. Ford was told to go talk to Kevin. Ah. No, that was tomorrow night. Oh. Their date's not till tomorrow night, I see. Uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin specifically said tomorrow night uh, mm. at dinner. Um, okay. Either way, we'll let's let's cut back to to Adeline, uh, apparent, pr- presumably yelling at Lantern's light. Not really yelling. Are we allowed to have weapons in this joint? Uh, yeah, yeah. Generally, when you go to like events, you're supposed to leave them in your rooms to be polite, but you you have them. Yeah, Adeline's got a literally. I don't think ever used uh, rapier. Uh, that, mm. So she and she's trying to look intimidating. <laughs> So she pulls, she just she just takes it out and just holds it and she doesn't like she's not gonna attack him or anything but she just holds it and and she has that note still for sure so she holds it up without showing him what it is says did you did you put this on me yeah okay where is she, where is she oh she's back in town which the like the closest town. Yeah, like Shunneberg. Uh, and what are you? What are you doing here? You're just in, fucking snooping around in the library when we're just. Uh, what are you? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I was invited to a gala, and now I'm trying to research a book. All right. I was invited to a gala. Kind of. Yes, I bet. Luru was invited to a gala, and he was going to bring a different bodyguard, but then that bodyguard had the flu. And he winks. Is he dead got the flu? No. No, he's just he's just puking his guts out, got the flu. Who are you? I am Lantern's Light. He like 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 sits forward. He he was like sitting on this like there's like reading chairs in this area, and he's mm-hmm. sitting at one. And he like kind of leans forward and puts his 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 elbows on his knees and laces his fingers together. And he says, "I'm Lantern's Light, and I'm here to make sure you don't burn that girl's head out." Um, Adeline leans uh, leans forward and says, "I know what your name is, and that is not what I meant." Who are you with? I'm with the sky. N- no. I- Stop that. I am. Oh, do you not know about the sky? I'm aware or of like, it. Uh, no, like the mobsters, the sky. Okay. Okay. Do I, do I know about that? Uh, you might. The, the, mobs- the sky is like the main criminal syndicate of Galeria. Okay, then she has, she knows about that. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He didn't just say like I'm from the sky. Like, I thought he the, was going to be doing some poetry shit where he said something about the sky <laughs> and then said something about birds. 
But okay, so she yeah. didn't cut him off so so much. She let him say, "I'm with the sky." Yeah. Uh, I'm with the sky right now. I'm with Galeria, sort of. I'm making sure that Larue doesn't make an ass of himself, and I'm with the Mockingbirds. What I know. Mm. Are they you like can spout Lauren and see if you do? Yeah, that's a good idea. What do I have to roll for that? It- oh, thank you. I can never remember shit. And I opened up the wrong part of the. Alright. That's 10. Oh, no. fuck, I'm so good. Possibly because Fletcher told you. Remember, uh, in your love letter, she said she was a, a, a member of an order of spies and troubadours that, that watch the events of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the mockingbirds. Okay. Um, they are, uh, you know, they, 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 they're they, spies. You know, they're spies. Yeah. They, they collect things. And he says, you know, we all got our performing things. We, we, we go through, we insert ourselves into communities to learn about them. Sound familiar? She doesn't, doesn't say anything to that. She, she just frowns a little bit. She thinks um, she's she thinks he's teasing her, like making fun of her. So he is a little bit. Yeah, she doesn't appreciate it. Uh, and he, he stands up and put his, and puts his his hands in his pockets again, and he says, "Listen, I gave her what I needed to give her, and now I'm giving you what you, I need to give you, which is some friendly advice." Don't let it cetera read any more of that book. Oh, she's doing it though. She's gonna do it. But because she shouldn't know, or because we shouldn't know. Because the word of God is not supposed to be read by mortals. I. You push her too far past the int- the uh, the prologue, and her brain's gonna turn to mush. <laughs> this is a race against time, Adeline. Ugh. That seems fairly sincere. <laughs> okay. Then she like just turns on a heel and like starts like sort of storming out. Um, and that stops at the door and says, is Fletcher coming to the gala? No, we could only get room for one person and she didn't want to take out fantastic to take her place. She could have been like. She wanted to. (laughs) Well, just don't. No snooping. And then she just leaves. (laughs) Um, He he calls after you. Tell Calico I said hi. Uh, Of course, they're friends. How fast can (laughs) I. Oh, God. How fast can I get to this girl? Where are they? <laughs> uh, that, that depends. Radiant, where are you taking, etc.? Just like to the nearest empty room. He has uh, to know what's in that book. Okay. Um, there's, I mean, there's, okay. So where you, where you end up is, uh, an alcove. Um, like you go down to the, to where the party was and like it's mm-hmm. empty now. It's, you can see the stars and the moon in the sky. Moon looks a little bit darker than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we know what's up with the moon, sort of. Uh, <laughs> and and there, there's like a, there's like a, a corner where you can tell there, there's not any people around. Okay. Um, not for a while. like you can see like on the on the on the roof like on the parapets there's like guards, but like they're not paying you any heed. You're just weird nobles, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess you, what, you've just been running with her? Yeah, just, like, at least hurriedly walking. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, ah, if you, if you could, like, translate that while you, while you walk, would be great help. It's just. Uh, I really, not, not like while I walk. That's, that's, very, <laughs> usually I have, like, a big sheet of paper and I, like, cross reference. I have, like, some extra books in my room. All right, can you read it just that, just flat? 
Ah, uh, I'm gonna do my. Be- I can do my best. I promise. Okay. Do, do I gotta roll something to find them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? Uh, roll a defy danger. If I kill uh, this bear, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> yeah, roll a defy danger. Um, whiz. Uh, let me look. Let me look at defy danger and see which one it is. Mm. I have to roll three times. Mm. Look at you, Mabel. No. <laughs> Uh, Rolling a Defy Danger Intelligence, but quick thinking Oh good, the one that I'm less good at of the two Hello, and thank you for listening to Roll, Dice, and Cry. I'm Zachary, your friendly neighborhood GM And this is episode 34 of On the Shoulders of Giants We're really getting in there uh, we don't have any Kickstarters or big events this week, so I'm just going to run down all the stuff that you may or may not already know about. Make sure if you get a chance to check out uh, Emily's webcomic, The Blue Valkyrie, at bluevalkyriecomic.tumblr.com, as well as Mari's webcomic, Perrytale, at perrytale.com. Uh, Emily and Mari also have um, Patreons to support uh, those endeavors and additional ones, uh, patreon.com slash thebluevalkyrie and patreon.com slash marinskus. Uh, Mari's got a second webcomic that is Patreon only for the moment, but if she hits a certain threshold, I believe she's going to start putting it out for free. So if you want to be part of that, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, the Celestial Armature Frame expansion for Dungeon World we put out uh, a little bit ago is on DriveThruRPG. We're almost up to 100 downloads, which would be a really cool number to hit. Uh, it's pay what you want, so you don't actually have to pay anything, but if you want to, it goes to keeping the lights on. Uh, additionally, all the music that you've heard in the show is, uh, by me and, uh, and Harkin. You can find, you can find all of the music, uh, on Bandcamp at roll-and-cry.bandcamp.com. And you can find Harkin's music at harkin.bandcamp.com, but that's Harkin spelled H34RKEN, uh, which is very cool and bleat. Uh, we've got, uh, an extremely glowing, review for you this week from iTunes. Uh, I was actually a little bit like, oh, my, my, my face is, oh, I'm blushing. It's so nice. Um, but I'm going to go into it and just remember that somebody other than me wrote this. Um, wholly unique and enthralling. I love actual play podcasts, and Roll Dice and Cry is the cream of the crop, outclassing the titans of the genre like Critical Role and Adventure Zone by far in terms of story and player quality. The setting is a refreshing take on fantasy, a breath of fresh air with new takes on classic fantasy elements. Where other settings feel dull or barely distinguishable from each other, this setting is beautifully new, giving a sense of excitement whenever any new detail is brought up. In addition to having a great setting, uh... Characterization and interactions with the players is on point. Characters are fun yet frustrating, perfect in their flaws. The players are willing to go against their best interest to fit characterization and do things that frustrate them personally to stay in character uh, and play in the best way possible. The voice quality is great. DM Obfuscating God, it's me. His voice is absurdly handsome and charming, which combined with his excellent writing, particularly intro segments, makes for an amazing narrative experience. Also, I can definitely appreciate the very diverse cast of characters and players. If you only have time to keep up with one story-driven podcast, let it be this one. I think we have to put that on something. That's a great tagline. Uh, and a extremely extremely generous uh, review of what we do here. Uh, that was from uh, Ajani Fan Club on September 25th. Oh, man. You know, it, when I started doing this, I uh, didn't think that I'd have to re- read such nice things about me, and it's kind of it's it's wild. Um, so thank you all very much. Uh, the next rest of the episode's coming up. Uh, we got more in the can and more coming. It's going to be awesome and fun, all sorts of good revelations and just great, great stuff. So uh, hold on for that. And until next time, remember, it's not about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about how many heads the dog has. Ten. I'm sorry. Fucking Fuck. good at stuff. Hell yeah. Your Adeline is rolling some. Adeline's a high roller today. I am one 
point away from leveling up. So I'd actually really like to fail if I could. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we'll this, have this is too moves. important. <laughs> um, so Adeline, you were like, you were like, oh, I told, I told Radiant to go to the room. And so you go to the room and he's not <laughs> there. Just, and like you was, open. That was, that was hey. just. I told Radiant to go to the room. <laughs> I told Radiant to go into the room. Oh, thank I you. I did not do Ringo Star. Uh, thank you. We can move past. It. We don't have to. We don't have to dwell on every time I do a bad accent. It was um, just very. Good. We do. <laughs> All right. It's we like go, the precedent go. set by the the, the oh. fucking <laughs> masks game we had two weeks ago. Oh Jesus. Okay. Anyway, uh, you go to the room. You open the door. Uh, Nemo is reading a book in the corner on his bed and looks up. I just Dara slam the door up. and I just slam. go, I just leave. <laughs> and then you go, shit, Radiant's not here in your head. And then you think about all the places Radiant would go and you think he would go and then you know where he would go. Hell yeah. Um, Cause you've been with, you've been hanging out with Radiant for a while. So, um, Radiant, you're sitting, you're sitting like in this, in this like secluded corner. With et cetera, et cetera, she like pulls up the hem of her robes and sits cross-legged on the ground mm-hmm. and opens the book. Uh, and um, <clears throat> okay, and then she starts to read, and she gets like a, maybe a handful of words in um, when when Adeline like rounds the corner. Okay, okay, wait. Um, <laughs> t- uh, stop. The words she says. Oh, you're you're saying hold on to him, not to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, wait, what did she say? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she says, "Oh, right," because you can understand that language. Um, it yeah. hurts your head. It hurts your head when she says them. Um, and there's like a very, very soft rumbling. Um, but she says, she says, mm-hmm. um, once upon a time, as far north as north can go, in the shade of the moon. There lived the greatest people that this world will ever know. And then, then Adeline is there. Yeah. And Adeline, uh, Adeline like picks up, takes a book from her and says, so, okay, stop. What? Uh, what? Okay. Hello. Um, hi, yeah. Adeline, I was, what are you doing? Okay. Um, so that cat, uh, uh if she keeps reading, it's it's going to um it's going to scramble her brain um and maybe yours I, I didn't really I didn't ask if hearing it would would be the same effect D- did it feel did you feel read to read it she looks back at I can never remember her name etc etc that's right and there was etc etc yes I knew it started with E so oh. she looks back at etc and asks if uh, did, did did it feel weird to read it. I'll say that it didn't feel good. And then, you know, like a little dribble of blood comes out of one of her nostrils. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That that could be because of anything. Why would you trust that weird cat? It's, um, it's true. We are very high up. This elevation. What? How did it feel to listen to, Radiant? Fine. Fine. Well, he's he's a very strong paladin. It's okay. I mean, even if, even if it hurts, I can read it. No, no, it's gonna. It won't just hurt. It's gonna kill you. You don't know uh, that. I mean, the blood is. It's, it's not great. It's not a great sign. And my pros and cons list that I'm developing. <laughs> she snaps um, the book shut and like sits down. Like with them, and just holds the book in her lap. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, but I but, haven't. I haven't mm? Oh no, you, you go. I was just gonna say that I have an idea about who can read the book and not get hurt. Oh. Yes, my patron, the the, the Obsidian author, Mister Blackstone. Wait, is that a, this is not in character? That's the god, right? Like, that's the god. Yeah, of that's the the okay. god. The your page your patron is anything. He's oh, he, he's like a real what? like you can you can go to him. 
well, it's it's tough. Um, I've only ever seen him in the flesh a handful of times in my entire, you know, a life. whole handful. That. <laughs> yeah. That's that's more than the average so god jealous. sighting. He's burning with jealousy. Yeah, he he's he's very occupied with his work. He he, you know, has to has to read all of it, everything. He has to read the whole, like, the entire world's source of knowledge. Well, now he has to read this immediately. I can I can put in a word with the, with the librarians of the Athenium. He's supposed to he's supposed to have a room there, the reading room. He can he can he can if there's anybody in the entire world who can read that book, it's him. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds. That's. That sounds. The, the cat said. Uh, so this is the word of God. So I don't see why God couldn't. It is really wild that you can just yeah, submit like a request for God to read a book. Also, but okay. Um, I think this is a special case. Yeah. It's no. It's more like the th- that he is just like a dude that you can go see. Um, okay. We'll hold on to this for, yeah, yes, yes. I wouldn't. I would. I. <laughs> I mean, you never know. If you leave with me, I might try to read it again, and that would be bad. I think. Probably. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for putting you in danger. No, it's okay. It's uh, the pursuit of knowledge is the most important thing in the world. Okay. Well, I don't want you. To, yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um. <laughs> Is there, real quick, is there anything, what's the sleight of hand checks in Dungeon World? Uh, I that would probably Dex? be a defied, a, yeah, defied danger, uh, dexterity. What are you trying to do? Um, I want to take the, the translation notes. Oh, her translation notes? Yeah. Um, I don't know that she has them on her. Ah, shit. Because she she mostly wrote like did it in her room and then came down. Mm, I'm gonna steal. Oh no! <laughs> Radiant wants to steal. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, yeah. Is there any, is is that our is that our cue to cut to another person? Yes, I think so. I think so. All right. So. Um, Back in the room, Zara and Ford are there. Zara, you are you are trying to leave right now? Yes. I'm gonna go talk to Waylon. Okay. Um, Zara, uh do you I guess you can just like you tap a uh like a um like a servant on the shoulder. And like like there's there's the NPCs, the named NPCs here. There's also like a, a, a large service staff. Mm-hmm. Um like within this the the whole shebang. Um, and so, like, even even in most places that are like open, like you can usually find a couple people, even if it like seems empty on the map. Um, and they say, "Oh, uh, yes, um, next, if all these lab is 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 to the north side of the castle, uh, generally they they don't wish to be bothered during their work. But you're sure you're certain that they that that they want to see you." Well, yes, I think that we have a lot to talk about and that we could, uh, we're, we're going to get along just great. Okay. Sure. Certainly. I will, I will bring you to them and, and we can call upon them. And, uh, and so they bring you down this long hallway, uh, and down a flight of stairs to the, to like the northernmost part of the castle. Um, you go past like, like kitchens and, and like servant quarters. And then there's a large, wooden door with iron bands across it that says laboratory. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Um and and uh the person knocks on it and they say um Mixavaldi, Mixavaldi, you have a a, a caller. And Waylon did Waylon have like a slow voice, like a low yes. slow voice? Yes, they talked like low and slow. Kind of like <laughs> um like Ents from uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, and you hear, you hear, kind of like in the distance. 
all, all right. All right. Um, I'll, I'll be there shortly. Um, thank you. <laughs> and they kind of, they, the, the, the lady, the, the maid nods and kind of goes back to her work. Uh, Wayland like, is like half giant, right? Wayland is eight feet, is like nine feet tall. Right. But it's, like, I know their race is, um, is not, uh, like half giant, but like in, if relating it to like D and D races, they are a half. They, giant. they are a furbolg. If you were oh. in D and D terms, oh, I like that even better. My favorite yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> They're big and fun, and thank you, Matt Mercer, for putting them in the public eye in this the year of our Lord twenty eight. Yeah, I was gonna say fur- furbolgs are like hot right now. Um. So yeah. So so you hear like crashing, and you hear like rustling. Uh, and and then you hear like big the feet coming up to the door, and then it opens, and Wayland is is there, uh, in like 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 s- not sleep clothes. They're they're in like work clothes, and then they say, "Oh, hello, Miss Fontaine. How can I help you?" Uh, well, hello, Mixivaldi, uh, or would you prefer Wayland? Wayland is, is absolutely fine, and they kind of step in the door and kind of block as much of it as the of the open doorway as they can. Well, I I was uh, quite fascinated by your uh, your uh, demonstration today of that um, of that mechanical uh, prosthetic arm for uh, Miss Von Argent, and uh, I, w- I was really excited, and I thought we could uh, maybe uh, have a conversation about that. Absolutely. Actually, I've, I've got this thing. Uh, and they, and they like, like bring their hand up and there's like a, a crumpled piece of paper in it. Um, I was just finishing up a couple of things for the demonstration tomorrow. But have you heard of these metamorphosis types? I, uh, yes, I had a conversation with, um, with, um, with Mr. Thoreau, uh, earlier today. Uh, you actually talked to Mr. Emerson. I had a conversation with Mr. Emerson earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> and you can cut out the other one. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's perfect. Good, perfectly read. Good job. Um, and, and Evaldi like kind of nods and their, their eyebrows, their like brow kind of furrows and say, yes, it seems I've been invited to a demonstration. Uh, we can we can talk on the way. It's it it's just a, a rather strange set of directions. I know where it it is. They just they didn't say where it was. They just wrote down how to walk there. Huh. Well, I suppose they are quite an eclectic group. Very clandestine, I would say. <laughs> uh, well, absolutely. I, I would love to accompany you. Fantastic. And while we walk, I would be happy to answer any of your questions about theory or regarding the, the, the mechanical aspects of my work. Well, I, I noticed that there was a, it seemed to have been made of a very strange substance. I was wondering what it was made of. <laughs> and they tap the side of their nose and they say, that's a trade secret for now. That's part of the demonstrations, the, the the reveals of this of this weekend. Hmm. It's very impressive. Oh, I have no doubt about that. Um, um gonna try I, to cozy up to this this person and get some deets. Yes, and I know exactly how I'm going to go about that. Which is, okay. um, I take my locket. Uh, and I turn the dial on the clock to three, mm-hmm. and out of and uh, suddenly, um, like a couple compartments burst open, and out my hand shoot these like metal sheets of fontanium that like ratchet into place along my hand going up, and like sort of uh, uh, wrap around my arm uh, until it fits a form-fitting uh, gold fontanium glove, and oh, this is boy. the. This is the uh, cryogenic emitter glove Mark II. Oh God, you sure are Tony Stark, aren't you? I am, and uh, I say, um, but tell me one thing right before I do that, and I say, does this uh, material look familiar at all? And then, like, it goes like, and 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 goes on your arm, and they kind of like start, and they like like 
like one big foot stomps on the ground and the other as they like jump from foot to foot. Uh, and they go, Oh my golly gee. That was impressive. Oh, well, uh, thank you. You know, it, it's interesting that we saw the demonstration we did. I've long been theorizing that it would be possible to create a sort of mechanical replacement for a lost limb. After all, all you'd really need to do, uh, not that it's an easy task, um, but all you'd really need to do is get the mechanics to hook up to the existing nerve endings on the arm, and then it could react to the muscle, the energy signal sent to the muscles. Is that how you did it? Yes, basically. Um, there is the material. Hmm. And, and they kind of like get down on their knees and like crouch down as far as they can to like look as close to this thing at your gauntlet as possible. And they say, well, that's funny. Where did you get bright steel? Fidget <laughs> <laughs> well. spontaneum. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I've been calling it, uh, something a little bit different, and I adjust my, uh, goggles, look all smug, <laughs> and I say, I've been calling it Fontanium. After all, uh, we discovered this, uh, material. Hmm. How long ago was it? Probably like three months, right? Uh, this is, we're like in June now. This is a midsummer party, and that was in January, so six months ago. Uh, and, um, have I heard of Bright Steel before? Uh, no. Good. So I, I was like, well, about six months ago, and I am trying to swag on them and make it <laughs> make it so I discovered it first. Oh my! You know it's funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the um the Simpsons version of um of uh of uh, <laughs> Stephen Hawking. <laughs> uh, in the chat, Mari said, can you, <laughs> can you imagine if Whalen started calling the metal Evaldium, which is very good. It's also but a good name. I think it's it as good, good as Fontanium, not better. If anyone says it's better, I will blast you with my ice beam. <laughs> <laughs> um, they kind of look at it and they say, well, that's funny. We had a, a very small sample to start with, but we've mostly been synthesizing it in the lab. You synthesizing it? You're able oh. to create more? Oh yes, just take a steel alloy and 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 use a little bit of behemoth blood in the in the mixture, in the in the in the spelting process. Basically the same thing. Behemoth blood. So so, so that's why it can so that's why the metal is so versatile because it essentially allows itself to mutate into different uh into different materials based on what it needs. Change distilled. That's amazing. That's the thing. Oh, it's so mm. obvious. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Well, not to toot our own horns, and they kind of push their own glasses up their nose. Uh, they got these very, like, small, circular golden glasses. But, uh, you know that Argent Metallurgists are the best in the world. <laughs> I have heard you, that. Mr. Anthony was... Very helpful in figuring out the formula. Mr. Anthony? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so sad. He, he's a composer, uh, uh, an orchestrator, a, a man <laughs> of music. But he's, he's really ignoring his greatest talents in, in metalworking. Shut up, Mom. I want to be a DJ. <laughs> I suppose the heart wants what it wants. Well, I, I suppose so. Although, with such a talent, I, I can't imagine anyone choosing anything but the sciences. Yes, I am of the like mind, but you know how arts folks are. Ah, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> uh, and y'all go downstairs, uh, and I'm going to cut to the room now, the bedroom, where <laughs> Ford, you are sitting on a bed. There's there's Nemo in the in the corner, <laughs> reading a book. Daria's on the other on in the other corner, next to the bed. She is, she's got like a bunch of leather, like cords that she's weaving that she's like braiding together. And you're just kind of sitting next to the door, doing something. What are you doing? 
I think Four's just, like, sitting there. I don't think he's doing anything. <laughs> um... Mm. I'm thinking. Uh, I think he looks, he looks at Daria making, I don't know, a friendship bracelet, macrame. Um, then he looks at Nemo. And I'm sure. Reading a book. Yeah, reading a book. Nemo, like, looks up at you and then looks back at his book. Ford opens his mouth like he's gonna say something. And then closes it. Um, cause he's pretty sure he's not gonna get anywhere with, like, Nemo or Daria. They seem invested in their things. So, um, I think he just kind of, uh, does, like, an awkward hand wave and, uh, wanders <laughs> out of the room. <laughs> okay, it's actually kind of funny. Um, you, like, stand up to walk to the room and then, and then there's a knock at the door. Oh, cool. I'll I'll get that. Uh, <laughs> and I open the door. Uh, and standing in front of you is Brandly Enduring. Oh God. <laughs> uh, he hey. At, he he looks at you and he says, "Maphorn." Brand. We need to talk. Please, Mister okay. Enduring. <laughs> <laughs> I um, turn around and I look at Nemo and I'm like, "If I'm not back in an hour." <laughs> Something's gone horribly wrong. And and Bran sticks his head in and says, he'll be back in an hour. <laughs> I take my um my punching glove with me. Your punching glove? <laughs> yeah, the gauntlet, whatever it's called. Oh, punching the, glove. the magic one? Yeah. Okay, the that's just the steady glove. that's just the steady hand. Yeah. No, it's called yeah, the, the punching, punching glove. glove. <laughs> it's been <And> renamed. He- <laughs> Retcon. And Brand, so it's the middle of the night. Brand is still wearing full plate armor. Nice. Okay. Um, he is not. He doesn't have a weapon on him, though. Cool. Uh, I'm in a says, fantasy fo- tank top. Good. And he says, uh, "He says, follow me." Okay, I follow he, him. He walks you up to to the guardhouse where a couple oh, of guards Jesus. are playing cards. And he clicks his tongue and, and jerks his head, and they both like jump to their feet and, and like leave. And he says he closes the door behind them. And there's you know you look out the window. There's the there's the there's the moon. There's the stars. There's the sweeping alpine uh, mountains. Um, and then there's you know you can see the lights of of Schinneberg out in the distance. And he looks at you and he says, "So I hear you've got a temper problem." Um, I guess some people would say that. Yeah, some people. <laughs> like a good man who got his nose broken. Oh. Or a kid <laughs> who got a glass smashed over his head. And he, like, walks towards you. In my defense, the kid deserved it. Fuck that, the kid deserved it. He was talking bullshit. Sure. But he was a kid. He's what, twenty <laughs> four? That's adult. Yeah, that's, he's an, a- that's an adult, but it, it's a kid compared to them. And that's this was true. years ago. This happened. This happens uh, like more than a year ago. Like probably a few years ago. And he said, "You listen to me, Matt Porn, and you listen good. You've hurt two of my friends already." Now, my lady has seen fit to extend the mercy of a pardon unto you. But don't mistake that for forgiveness. And sure as hell, don't mistake that for absolution. Uh, yeah, I won't. You see, Matt Porn, you're a strong guy. Right? Compared to some... You apply trade with your strength. Yeah. I'm a strong guy, too. What I don't like is another strong person who thinks that strength is for 
whatever they feel like. <laughs> Both of you have this conversation Oof. with Ford and not Radiant. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't Radiant know about didn't, Radiant. Radiant didn't punch Skrillex. Oh, I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Radiant didn't punch Skrillex. Yet. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> um... I think Ford kind of tilts his head and um, takes a real good look at Brant and goes, uh, listen, that was, um, all that was a while ago. Now, I'm not fond of Tony, but, you know, I'm not gonna... I'm not going to do anything to him. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever hurt Kevin again. So. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's easy to say after the fact. It's, it's been a couple years. It's been, I think, more than a couple of years. People change. Have you changed? Well, I guess you'll see, won't you? No, I'm seeing right now. And he, and he, and he, he, he kind of gets in your face and he says, when's the last time that you threw hands at someone just because they looked at you funny? Huh? Just because they said something you didn't like. When's the last time? I'm thinking. <laughs> when was the... Help me out here, because Ford would remember, but I don't. Like a you week were... ago, when that Galerian called you a traitor. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh. Uh. Ford thinks about it. <laughs> Just deflect. Talk about Radiant. You should see my friend. He's even worse. <laughs> great, great idea. Yeah, he goes, listen, I don't think I'm the Titan you should be worried about. Oh my god, actually throw him on the bus, yes. You're the Titan I'm talking to. That's fair. Uh, you got anything else to say, or can I, I don't know, go... Yeah, no, listen, it's it's real cool that you're standing up for your friends. Like, I'm all for that. <laughs> I'd probably do the same thing. But, uh, you know. I'm a guest, I know. I know not to, uh... Overstep, I guess. I might tell Tony to fuck himself again on that. I might do that. <laughs> you might do that. I'm not going to do that, I guess. <laughs> Fucking pathetic. And he scoffs at you. Yeah, great. Everyone hates me. <laughs> he doesn't say come that. Back. You know what? Rank can come back with a warrant. That's what I have to say. Yeah, fuck this guy. He doesn't know your life. You don't know me. You can come back with a warrant. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know your story. He knows the uh, stories he's heard. Yeah, Ford sighs and runs a hand through his hair. Um, goes, yeah, okay, and uh, starts walking out the room. I don't know if Brand lets him, but Ford's going. Um. I think he puts a hand on your chest. <sighs> I look <Exhausting>. down. <laughs> I look up. I want to make sure that you understand, Mapwoman. This isn't an idle threat. If you lay a finger on anybody in this building, I will crush you. <laughs> 